It's completely illegal. Legal or illegal? Illegal. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 390. No, what are we at? 235. Yeah. He's Randy and I'm Jason, and we uh, survived our first snow day. How did it go for the uh, James clan? Turn off my heater. Uh, it was actually, I think it was a pretty perfect snow day. They um, they called our school the night before. Yes. And uh, I think we told the kids before they went to sleep. Maybe not. And what was just, what cracked me up about it is, it was like 7.15 in the morning, the snow day. And there was a knock at our door. Like... The neighbor kid had already come over in his snow pants, in his gear. <laughs> he was knocking on the door at 7.15 a.m. To, to drag my son out to go play in the snow. Oh, that's awesome. And his mom, so his mom texts me later. She's like, I'm so sorry he came over. I didn't even know where they went. Like, all the kids had come over. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, no, it's, it's fine. They all, like, Max got dressed immediately and went outside, and they were, they were off. That's great. That's great. And it turned into, I mean, the whole town basically went to our, like, sled hill. We have a very, we have a couple of central sled hills, I should say. A couple of sled hills people congregate at. But there's one that's very central to where we live and the people around here. And they they were all there. Like, everybody was there. I didn't even go because I was working. I was trying to work at home. So, you can guess what I did do. Yes, I can. What? what do I have I to? It's too yeah. easy. You snowblowed the neighbors. No, no, town. not what I did. Not that oh. part. Yes, I did do that. But <laughs> I sent the kids to the sled hill with. Oh, the oh, talkie walkies. With the talkie walkies, because <laughs> it's 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 right around the corner from us. It's only a couple blocks away, so it's almost a complete line of sight. They're like crystal clear on the walkie talkies. Really? So I was sitting at my desk talking to them. You know, they're checking in, and, and sure enough. Uh, <laughs> they've each got one in their pocket uh i hear the walkie turn on and it just says all it says is molly's hurt and that's it <laughs> nothing else i call right max. Like, max i'm gonna need some more words <laughs> other than molly's hurt do you need me to come over there is she getting up is she okay <laughs> is she breathing is anyone else there to help you or do am i do you am i needed She's okay. She got up. <laughs> uh, that's it. Just... Like, don't call back. <laughs> <laughs> so on the one hand, they're they're good because almost, you know, on, on the the Facebooks, like almost as soon as I had sent them, or a little while later, someone posted, or your friend there, we mutually know another runner person, said, "Hey, I want to send my kids over to the park where everybody's sledding." I need a high school kid that I want to pay $10 an hour to to escort them over there because I'm trying to work from home. Uh, all, all I need you to for for is to kind of supervise and let me know if someone gets injured. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, walkie-talkies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a walkie in their hand and send them on their way. Uh, that's right. Yeah, they are $10. So that was, you know, another good use case. It is a good use case. I was wondering if you had any use cases for the... I'm tempted to see if I can make some kind of a, a town-wide oh boy 
right? Walkie impact thing going on here. Okay. They, Time out. These are, these are programmable. Let's, right? let's back it up. Yeah, go ahead. There's something called a uh, citizen band for this. Yeah, I'm aware. CB radio. Yeah, what about it? This problem's been solved. Just get them CB radios. Well, those are fine. I can. That'd be amazing. Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, one, you have to have licenses. For I, no, CB. not for CB radios. Yeah, you do. No, you just put them in your car. They used to have, that's how people, like, my dad always used to have them in the car and always be like, that's how you get traffic updates from the CB radio from the truckers CB that were ahead on the highway. Licensing. I forget if CBs you need. Citizen Band Radio Service, Federal Communications Commission. It was like the first thing. Whenever my dad would get a new car, it would always, he would, yeah, they're cheap too. Okay, 33 yeah, bucks. Private to a short distance voice communication service, personal or business activities of the general public. It also may be used for voice paging. It's authorized 40 channels between. Okay, 26 megahertz and 27 megahertz. Yeah, so th- there's this certain r- channels that you can use, those 40 channels or whatever. Right. And then you so get it, the it, base one, yeah. But it's not a very long range. No, I think it's much longer than the walkie-talkies, though, isn't it? It might be, because it's 27 megahertz, and the walkie-talkies are like 430 megahertz. So they are much more line of sight, where the longer waves, I think, will, I think will pass through things. I don't know how they go over the hills and stuff. Anyway, yeah, I don't know why that's okay. Why can you use those? Uh, the walkie-talkies are on something called the family radio service for the most part, mm. or the GMRS, which I think is just general mo- mobile radio service. See, CB radio is most frequently used by long-haul truck drivers for everything from relaying information regarding road conditions, the location of speed traps, and other travel information to basic socializing and friendly chatter. Okay, but yeah, aren't they just talking with the truckers that are near them, though? Well, I mean, they're on the highway, so it's not like... I think it goes for, like, miles. Yeah, what's this radio? Generally speaking, range CB 1 to 2 miles, or even 20 to 25 miles, depending on the terrain. So, terrain, antennas, all that stuff. Yeah, but for Maynard, which is 2 square miles, as you've pointed out, Uh time and time again. But the FRS walkies work as well. Like yep. we, I can talk from here to the school with it, so it's easily. Uh, no, I know, but if you're like trying to set up like a neighborhood thing, you'd be like, I okay. Guess. Well, I was getting to that part. Yeah. If I'm trying to set up a neighborhood thing, what I would really do, like a citizen's and these, band, these particular walkies are programmable. <laughs> yes. It's completely illegal. It's not like some kind of it's criminal offense. Legal or illegal? Illegal. Like the ones you have are illegal. Uh, they are, but for different reasons. I was what breaking I was, the FCC rules. They're illegal because you can remove the antennas. Oh. You're technically not supposed to be able to run an FRS radio with a removable antenna. Really? Yeah. I love laws. Yeah, they're interesting. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) So so the illegal part is I could set up a repeater. So I figured out that I can program these walkie-talkies and they do something fancy. And the fancy thing is they can transmit. So if you put it on, say, channel 12, which is what I use. They can transmit on one frequency and receive on another. And I could be getting this completely wrong, and some radio freaks can tell me, but the whole purpose of that is to use repeaters. So if you have a high point in the town, and we do, we have this big mill tower, and we have a clock tower in the middle of the town. We've got really tall tall things right in the center, center of the town. You put a device up there that listens on the transmitting frequency and then just rebroadcasts everything on the receiving frequency. See what I'm getting at here? So as long as you're within line of sight of the mill, which pretty much everyone is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can you can rebroadcast everywhere. Like Jeez. everyone will be able to hear you everywhere, right? 
And then, you know, every, every family can have their own channel, right? And then you can hop over. And then you're replacing cell phones. No more cell phones for the kids. Yeah, it's fine. It'd be great. Be like, hey, you know all those books where the kids have walkie-talkies in their rooms and they're chatting with each other? Yeah, from of course. Their neighbors out? They're always just sitting there on on the charger. I would totally do that. Max, are you awake? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Stranger Things made it super popular. Right. When that, when that was, those kids all had those, I mean, those walkie talkies they were using were like bricks. They were huge, but that's what they were yeah. like in the eighties when the, you know, the time frame of that show. But it was I mean, amazing. They could yeah. do it now. He's close enough to his friends. He could, he could do this exact thing. They could call each other on the walkie talkie. Yeah. Yeah. They need that yeah. stuff. Should I instigate that? Is that something I should? It's, okay. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I've got so many different challenges recently where I'm like, if only things were, like they were 20 years ago. It was so much simpler. <laughs> Where we had walkie-talkies? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the, the walkie-talkies didn't come with sexting and right. bullying and stuff. It was like, I'm just turning you off, dude. Like, click, you know, turn the channel, you know, so. Uh, well, I think, and <clears throat> I apologize for putting this into the car context again, but <laughs> that type of escalation is important, right? You can go from, hey, uh, we're together, we're talking to, hey, you're at your home and I need to get in touch with you. Is the next step like nothing to a uh, huge iPad with cell service, FaceTime, every app imaginable? Like that seems like quite a leap between when you've got all these things in between. You've got uh, a can on a string, <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe they're a little too far for that. You can't get the string tight enough. So what are you getting at here? I'm, I'm confused. Well, I'm saying the, the escalation with the motor vehicles is very similar. Like my legs can walk. Oh, okay. And it's a little too far to walk, so I'm going to take this 200-horsepower death box, right? Like, what? Uh, what happened to the... Um, yeah. And I feel like we're taking a step back on that now with all these electric bicycles and stuff. That's where we should have been, right? Okay, let's invent the bicycle. That worked well. Eh, it's still a little slow. I got to go a long way. Well, yeah. let's add a motor to it. Here's an electric bicycle. Yeah, well, the battery technology is now here where it wasn't there, you know? Right. So that's, yeah. But you're absolutely right. Like, the e-bike was, uh, we missed the window on that. I hope mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that that was a thing. That's a, these e-assist bikes and. No, it's coming back. Oh, yeah, I, mean, like, I think so. A lot of the rental bikes are e-assist bikes now, mm. too, and that's cool. Because they're cheaper. I mean, they're cheaper to make, so people are renting them more and for things. So it's more of an in-between. I like it because it's filling in the, the scooters and the e-bikes. And, okay, I can't fit my whole family on an e-bike. All right, you get yourself a e-cargo bike or a smart car, a smaller thing. and go. Anyway, the point was back to the walkie-talkies. It's mm-hmm. a similar thing. I don't want you to have every app in the world. I just want you to be able to chat with your buddies when you want to chat with your buddies. Yeah. And you don't need... And, and it's just kind of laziness. It's like, I don't know how to figure the rest. I don't know how to figure out in, the in-between. So here's here's an iPhone 10 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah. Well, cause so, so here's my frustration with this stuff is like, it's not... Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use like the video game analogy here because when I was a kid and we played video games, I, I would sit down with the kid sitting next to me with mm-hmm. controllers plugged into the console that was plugged into the TV... And it was like, turn the console on, turn the TV on, boom, we're going. Now it's, oh, I need to call Twilliger, see if Twilliger is available. We got to jump online. Oh, I forgot my password. Can you help me get my password? I can't recover it. Oh, the computer's not working. The sound's not working. Dad, can you help me? Mm-hmm. With it? What? And now, I, okay, it's time to, well, we're in the middle of a mission. We can't turn it off right now because we've been working on this for now. What? And it's just like, ah. <laughs> uh, so 
And now that that's the progression for me where it's like, can you just play Nintendo in another room with your sister? Like, why does it right. have to be playing, always playing with this kid, the neighbor kid that's a, you know, 15 miles away on the telephone screaming at each other? And because, well, that, there's a headset thing there that the other family won't let them have. But, uh, yeah. So there's my progression thing, which I was like, oh, if it was only just do the simple thing. And I tried to explain to them too the other day. They're like, can we play on the computer? I'm like, no, if you want to play, like just plug in the Nintendo and go, then fine. Mm. But I'm not going to fight with the accounts and. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Here is your hoop and stick. Go outside. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, the, the, the thing, the stupid thing is like, I forgot my password. And then it's like, ugh. okay, so it's got to send me an email because I'm mm-hmm. the account parent. So let me find my phone. Okay. And the phone, oh, now wait, the code's expired because it only lasts for two minutes. Send it again. What? No, I'm not getting it. Oh my gosh. What's now shockwave won't work. Why does this need shockwave? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So anywho, <laughs> that's the uh, flash, I guess it is. But <clears throat> yeah, my, my son keeps asking about Minecraft. And I told you I set up a Minecraft server on this new computer we got. Yeah. And. Uh, I, I made this computer. I was kind of making this computer for myself and I ended up giving it to the kids to use in their little computer area because the one they had was kind of old anyway. Uh, and I said, well, it can run a server. So I, I set up the server and, my, and Max keeps asking, when do we get to use the Minecraft server? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking we don't like it's it. You could jump right on it right now. Like it works fine. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Like, it's just dumb. I don't, I'm not. And he wasn't really, he wasn't that upset about it. Yeah. And I've been getting into this a lot. So we're, we're getting into the, um, obviously it's spring is upon us as we've discussed. Summer's coming and I'm panicking again because I completely didn't do all of these summer camp signups that we should have done. <laughs> I got to do some of that tonight. I wonder if that's a, that's a universal thing or if that's another one of these New England Summer camp? Well, this is not the summer camp thing. itself, but like the fact that you need to have done it by you know December first, or you're out of luck because it's also well. Low. So the the second choice camps, the ones that we would typically go to, were instead of going up like three notches to the fancy pants camp, because apparently the fancy pants camp, uh, <laughs> which has to what's it called when they sort of steal. You know, because it's called Camp Siwataro, so people know what it is. Um, so, you know, I know what you mean. Appropriation? Cultural appropriation, yeah. Cultural appropriation yeah. right? <laughs> this pile of white kids going to this Native American camp. Ugh. It's just hilarious. But apparently this is such a popular camp that when they open the registration, people are literally like hammering the refresh key on their keyboard to get in, you know? <laughs> and like, no, that's too much. That's too much. Because there's nothing this camp actually does that would justify that. It's the... It's the clickiness. Like, it's the people that want to be in that uh, group. So, we're going to take, you know, a half a step up. We've been going to the Boys and Girls Club, which I like. We're going to go to the, the, this, this camp in the town next to us. It's called Camp Stowe. Okay. Named after after the town. Yeah. Very similar to the boy. And you know what they do? This is what they do in this camp. They do not even have a building. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Every day they go to a lake. There's basically a, there's a lake and there's like a playground and there's a, a picnic area with an awning. Okay. But everything's outside. Yeah. So they do they do some sports, they do archery and they basically go back and forth to the lake swimming all day. So they swim and they do stuff. They swim and they do other stuff. They oh, swim there's and some they buildings. Do- there's a big garage here. 
It's it's full of like the or equipment. Is that just a restroom? That might just be the restroom building. Uh, there is a restroom building, and then there's a little garage building that yeah. you're looking at on the map that has like all the equipment in it. Mm-hmm. And then there's the on- covered area that has the picnic table. So if it starts raining, yeah. they basically go under the picnic table area. Yeah, it's lightning storm. Go there. If, <laughs> if there's a lightning storm, oh, yeah. they will put them in the van and take them over to the wreck building. Oh, really? <laughs> in in Stow. But otherwise, That's they're funny. outside all day. <laughs> and I'm like, "That's pretty great. Like yeah. that's that's how I'd want my summer to be." Yeah, dude. The kids love snack that time, stuff play too. time, yeah. swim time, bike time, whatever. <sighs> yeah. So, so we're gonna do that. I think mm. for some of it, boys and girls club for some. My daughter insists on mountain biking camp. I haven't figured out what that means yet. <laughs> the sports camps. I'll be honest. They make me nervous that are dedicated to one sport. It's like, are you really going to just play soccer for six hours a day? And then like, I did some of that when I was a kid. You went to, you did. I went to John Smith's soccer school. Oh, John Smith. You know who that is? He's a soccer player. Yeah. But you know what his like, uh, claim to fame is? Oh, was he a kicker in football? Today? That's right. Yeah. We've he talked is. about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sure. I remember he was a kicker. I went to his camp. Come on. In the snowball, in the there's the, a famous football game for the Patriots where the guy ran out the like the lawnmower with the little snowplow and just carved a little bit of a swath oh, so yeah. he could put the football down cleanly on the grass or turf or whatever it was. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's one that, of those. I mean, I have yeah. good memories of that. So, you know, kudos to my parents for sending me to that thing because it was, it was a sleepover. They sent me alone. Like, none of my friends went with me. I had no idea what to do. Yeah, I did the same. And I'm like, what is this place? And I think I got lost a bunch of times. Like, I didn't I didn't check schedules. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> I didn't know where I was supposed to be at any given time. Like, is this right? Are we playing? Is it food time? Is this where I sleep? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <sighs> but I remember everything was like worn red and yellow. Everything was... Uh, I probably still have some of the soccer balls, and I think I went several summers. Oh, you went to so- you went to soccer camp. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh wow, really? And Did was you it- get that from the beginning? John Smith. Soccer yeah, but get- oh yeah, right. John <laughs> Smith um, soccer. He probably still has it. But yeah. did you? So did you play soccer like all day? Like that doesn't seem like a yeah. thing. Yeah, How that was the point. That's what we did all day to soccer. Really? Yeah. There it is, John Smith. I just typed that in. Soccer camp was just like the third one down. Camp registration, John Smith Sports. Yeah, let's see what it costs now for a. It's in Milford. Apparently, okay. So that's not that far away. Registration for uh, for one week, full day is four seventy five. So that's not terrible. Full day, extended day, evening click. Okay, overnight camp and overnight. Yeah, for seven seven fifty for a week. That that's a lot, but it's on par, I think, for this area for like these specialized camps, like right. I mean, my Cub Scout camp is about half that for a week overnight. Right. I mean, Boy Scout camp. Um, but that's also up in a, at a Boy Scout camp that's owned by the Boy so Scouts. I don't know so if, I don't know if I asked to go to this place or if they just sent me. Because I don't remember being that psyched about it. I think I remember learning, like, that's where I learned how to juggle. Because we just had a, we were just playing soccer all day long. So you're if you're bored, you're bored with a soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you get. Uh I remember, I remember the field. I remember, like, I'm, if we went there, I might be able to tell you this is the place. Yeah. But otherwise, it's very gray. The whole thing is very gray. I don't have good memories of anything. It's bizarre thinking about this. I don't even know how old I was. 
<laughs> That's funny. You have no like no solid memories. No, yeah. I have no. So- I I don't think I have any memories of my youth. At we, all. I, I don't know why I can't remember like most things either. <laughs> Dude, I meet people now that I didn't even not even that long ago. Like the one thing that stands out for me is I went to a funeral ooh, ten years ago. Now is it ten years ago? Maybe eight years ago. And this guy was there and he's like, Hey man, what's going on? What's up? And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. And he's like, I worked with you for five years. I'm like, I have no, he's like, not nothing. And he, and he got like offended because yeah, I didn't course, know who yeah. he was. I was like, ah, I'm sorry, man. He's like, I can't remember. If you don't know who I am. I'm like, I got nothing. Like nothing. Just, just give me your name already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he eventually gave me his name and stuff, but like nothing. I have like no <laughs> recollection. Like there is not no bells, dude. None. None. This is this is not my fault. <laughs> yeah, You're such a bastard. I guess so. <laughs> but this happens like more than, uh, more than yes, like yeah, a lot of times. And people and I'm I think it may be like I'm not. Uh, I'm kind of like selfish. Mm, no, I'm kind of obnoxious <laughs> and loud, so people remember me. They remember you. Yeah. yeah, but people don't. But I don't pay attention to people enough. As, so actually, it's one thing I've actually been trying to work on is like trying to pay attention to people more that. I'm, and not like when I'm interacting with them. It's about time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole book on that, right? Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh-huh. Is that one of them? <laughs> How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're su- really supposed to be interested in what they have to say, which if both parties are doing that, I mean, how does that work? I don't know. Somebody has to be listening. Somebody has to be talking. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing is like, what am I engaged with? Am I just running around being a buffoon or am I like, uh, actually like <laughs> connecting with people? So that's the sort of, that's where, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What's an example of this? I, I don't know. I see, I went to a birthday party, like a one year old's birthday party, which is like, whoop de doo, you know? And it was extravagant because the, the, this friend of mine has, it was there. They, they had a difficult time with this child, getting the child. Now they have the child, adorable baby. So the first birthday's big celebration, right? They went. It looked like their wedding. It was ridiculous. It was a, a smaller, but all the food and stuff laid out. I'm like, this is amazing. Lots of lots of snacks, lots of decorations, lots of uh, cake and stuff. Um, what was my point? Oh yeah, there were people there. Okay, and, and I'm like, hey, hey, how you doing? And they're like, hey, how's the uh, the this and the that and the others? And yeah. you're listing all the things in my life. I'm like, those are all good things. <laughs> <laughs> How was your um, pants? Like, what, yeah. <laughs> are those fitting you well? Yeah. Today? Yeah. Are they new? Yeah. <laughs> What's your? Why don't you introduce me to yourself? Because yeah, and your name was <laughs> yeah. That's me. <laughs> Same thing. Come right? again? Uh, yeah. We played. And, well, it's happened. It actually was. So some of those people like we play. We play flag, flag football together. That's what it was. In some oh. cases, they're like. We have played on the same team <laughs> yeah. for like five, for, yeah, same thing, like five years. Yeah. Oh, you're that guy. Yeah. yeah. You're not wearing your uniform. I can't. <laughs> oh, nice. I mean, so even when we went to like the, the <coughs> holiday party, uh, <laughs> bleep that, we bleep. don't know who we work for, but the, <laughs> the holiday <laughs> party uh, a couple months ago, we, I'm like, I talked to like five or six people here, right? I mean, I talked to the people in our office, but- Outside of that, I don't know who most of those people are. And people are mingling. They're talking. They're coming up to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Jay. What's up? I'm, I'm like, I don't know who you are. Like, I recognize. Like, I've seen you before. 
but I have no idea what your name is. None whatsoever. And so you're a narcissist, is what you're saying. I guess, but I just, I fine. I mean, I don't know. I'm not like super observe of like concerned with myself. Like there are four or five people that I like socialize with, but not like everybody, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I would say that I, I'd say that a lot of people are narcissists. I'm not saying this to absolve myself because okay. I probably am as well. I mean, to some degree, I think we all are. That's kind of our job, right? Hmm. But I certainly don't know everyone in the office and know them well. We have some new people in the office. I'm like, I haven't met you yet. I can't tell if you're just here to test the air or <laughs> <laughs> are you delivering bagels? Like, or are you one yeah. of the? Are you passing through? Or if you know, when you've been here for a couple of weeks now, I can get your name. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I would like look at the guy and he'd be like, grab a soda and then another one, and then go back, grab a bag of chips. I'm like, you. Don't Work like, here. Wait, what are do you? Do you? Can I help you with something? Pushing a hand truck. And I'm like, yeah. oh, enjoy your lunch, CFO. buddy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's oh, my favorite. <laughs> I've, done, I've done that to some of the people. Like, can I, you know where you're, do you know who you're here to see? Yeah. Like, we're from Cambridge. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am your boss. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, boss. <laughs> See, that's why – that's the other thing is like I probably should know who that is, so I'm not going to pretend like I know who they are because I don't know who they are and I'm not going to ask because I'm too afraid. So you could be robbing us right now and I have no idea who you are, but I'm not going to be too ashamed to say anything. So. We had – you know, I worked uh, – a company I worked at a long time ago. Yeah. We had someone so brazen. It was my favorite. I mean, I was like proud of this dude. He strolled into the office, went up several floors in the elevator, got a handcart – <laughs> and just started filling it with computers because he found where like the IT area was, which yeah. is where like I worked. Yeah. And he just started filling it with computers, and then he walked that handcart back to the elevator and right out of the building. Oh my and, gosh! And people, people noticed like as he was leaving the building. Yeah. And it was like somebody because somebody came out and they're like, "Who's that guy that just walked out of here with all the laptops? <laughs> like out of the IT area? Like, yeah. well, you don't? You mean you, we don't know who he is? Like, what's going on?" It was because like, no one said anything because they were all assuming. Or did he get away? I, you know, I can't remember. Oh, I man. think, I think the security guard after we like alerted them caught up with him in the parking lot. Oh, <laughs> but he was, he was gone. I mean, he just walked into the building and like, I belong here, everybody. Yeah. I'm just gonna load this up, be on my way. Crazy. If you got nice. didn't get so greedy, it might have been easier. Like, yeah, you just, just if you just one. scooped up like one laptop, yeah, <laughs> put it under his arm and made it look like he, he was his. Oh, no, he had to drag a cart. Yeah, right. Take them all. Yeah. Uh, anywho, we get to get some mail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I got two mails. I hope it's female. That, what? Yeah, no, nobody's snail mailed us yet. Then when we start getting real mail, then I'm going to be like, uh, creepy? Okay. <laughs> Did you get my yeah. <laughs> so Garrett Donnelly writes in, and he writes in, okay. youth soccer coaching. Which is, this is going to be an interesting, I read it already, so it's it's short to the point, but here it goes. Just listen to last week's show when you were talking about getting more coaches involved. I was talking with our association's president about a week ago, and I was thanking him for the work he does. It's not an easy job, and people, governments, and general politics don't seem to be in the business of helping him. There was one thing that he told me that made my jaw drop. He said there were a number of coaches at the U6 and younger level that are emailing and calling, wanting to know if they get paid for coaching. And if they don't get paid, they aren't going to coach. Not sure where the definition of volunteer got lost, but this one truly shocked me. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole email? 
That's the only email. He just wanted to rant a little bit. I don't blame him. Yeah, people want people want yeah. you sex too. Jeez, dude, just get out there. All you got to do is make sure no one like bites another kid, and then you're fine, right? Like, well, want. yeah. So I'm coordinating the U6 division, uh, basically for the boys U6, and the girls now. Why? Because the, the other one is it U6? U8? Sorry. Yeah. U8. Okay. Molly. Right. I keep yeah. thinking she's close to six. It's yeah. U8, so it's close. Yeah. U6 is they're in their diapers. Yeah. Uh. And I mean, I'm trying to go above and beyond because, and so one of the things we're going to do is I'm going to hold, this is spring. So everybody, it's the same kids that were in the fall, basically. So the coaches are a little more comfortable. It's easier to find coaches because they just kind of come back. They're like, all right, I did this. I got it. But we're going to hold a separate meeting. I'm going to organize a separate meeting where we kind of gather up all these coaching tips and experiences and ideas and just kind of share them i i, I want to give them a forum to sort of share things with each other like i did this stuff and it worked really well and so wait a second you, know, you don't have a coaches meeting we do have a coaches meeting okay but we don't go into that much detail oh, okay yeah right it's more like a eh, it's out there let's get out there and have some fun and here's your mm. pamphlets and don't yell at the refs here's some resources yeah here's our yeah. zero tolerance ref policy uh, that sort of thing yeah. don't yell at the ref because he's your son's teacher uh, or he's your son. <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Which is actually true. Our, our indoor games are refed by my son's teacher. Oh, really? Is it an adult yes. then? He. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. refs the the kid's soccer? Yep. That's funny. Which That's is, funny. I'm like, great. This yeah. is awful. This <laughs> <laughs> is, you know, I just, yeah. I know, I, my behavior is terrible at the games. And full disclosure. So, Oh, my behavior. This, your behavior, you mean? <laughs> my, my behavior. Yeah. yeah. I am currently in hot water with the uh, parents. Yeah, should we dig into this? I heard a little bit about this. and uh, Well, you know, I uncovered some of the things, and it's kind of like a... Wait, but um, before you go into this, I I do want to say one thing about this. Uh, while I agree that they absolutely should be volunteers, and they shouldn't get paid, and every friggin' parent should be willing to do it, if you're going to sign your kid up, get out there and help in some capacity. Sure. It is very nice, and I think that the league should do a go above and beyond to thank the parents as go as far as to have a little thank stupid the pizza party. The, the coaching, the parents that are yeah. coaching, right? Like I, I understand not paying for them. Um, <clears throat> with baseball, when we, I was coaching my kids baseball, we were like we could not get people to do it right. and i suggested i'm like why don't you give the kids like a, a kickback or something like give them 25 bucks off their registration if they're willing to help you'll 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 fill the gap like like if it's a problem you can't hold the soccer because of it you got to start thinking about this like a little bit somehow in that's some a way. pretty valid suggestion yeah how about a little slice off your registration and it's you know 25 bucks for the season is nothing but yeah right i mean yeah <laughs> or half price or something so yeah it does it I hope that people aren't, and I know people are doing it, but like, or the league should have like a pizza party or something. Again, I'm not looking for, like, I don't do it for thanks from people or from, you know, but on the other hand, the, if you can't have the thing, if you don't have the parents, so you got to mm-hmm. somehow acknowledge them in some way. So, but yes, you're right, Garrett. And thank you for coaching and get your wife involved. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, what I've discovered when we complain we need about more women coaches. Is that we do? Is that um, most of the families have been involved in one way or another at some point in time? Okay. So it's kind of like it's hard to get through because I've gone through the lists, right? I've yeah. gone through all these registrations looking for the coaches. I'm like, oh man, you know, this family has three kids and the dad is coaching the other kid's team. Okay, that's tough. 
are they both going to be available? All right, so go on to the next one. Oh, geez, this, this guy has coached for all three of his kids, and it's the last one. He's trying to take a break, you know? Yeah. So the, yep. at some point, most of them have been involved one way or another because it's just the, the math doesn't work out, but not all of them. And, uh, yeah, so right now I'm in some hot water because, <laughs> you know, and it's it's entertaining, it's good, it's bad, whatever. I got one kid on my indoor team, same from the fall, who's, who's let's say, strong-willed, and he's opinionated. And, uh, you know, I wish, I wish here, the takeaway from this is if you have trouble with your coach, if you think you have trouble with your coach, if your kid's having trouble with your coach, what you should do is go talk to that coach <laughs> and you should go talk to them with your kid mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Like do the little triangle discussion because they are doing this passive aggressive nonsense and it's all like in the background where the parents got in touch with the coordinator and then they got in touch with my assistant coach or my other coach. And they went and talked to him about what they can do. And he's like, why don't you just go talk to Randy? Really? <laughs> right? So I'm hearing, I'm hearing all this through. Yeah. I'm hearing all this through the, uh, the grapevine. That's weird. And it's very weird. Right? Cause I think some of what they they have to say is valid. And some of it is like, well, I couldn't possibly know this unless you told so, me. So wait, are they having problems? Can you give me an example of something that yeah. they said was valid without like um, sh- shaming yourself? <laughs> so, well, they said, they said, their son <clears throat> said that I am, I, I'm yelling at them too much. Okay. All right. All right. And a specific example, let's say, because he gave, he actually gave a specific example. Okay. Was that he, he, he yelled, he yelled at us. And honestly, I don't think I was yelling in this case, but <laughs> to stop yelling at the kids that were on the field, right? Which is bizarre. So literally this kid is screaming at his teammates that are on the field. Mm-hmm. And I yelled at him to stop yelling at the kids that were on the field. Mm-hmm. And that upset him. (laughs) And in that situation, what I was telling him to do, because about 10 seconds prior to him screaming at his teammates on the field, I had just finished explaining to the kids that were off the field the types of plays I wanted them making. Literally, I just finished explaining, I don't want you shooting the ball from anywhere outside the goal box. Like you need, because they're small fields and cocky things. This is what I want. I want passes into the goal box. They turn around. Their teammates dribbling the ball up the field. Shoot, they get, they, shoot. Yeah, they get to midfield. <laughs> shout! Shout the ball! And I'm like, are you insane? <laughs> like, have you listened to nothing that I have told you? We just so, talked about this. Yeah. So I may have raised my voice a little. I may have <laughs> made some words slip that shouldn't have slipped. <laughs> Whoops. And that, ups- and that upset him. So, and you know, there's some other examples like that. Because we're getting into some conflicts where he has ideas and I have things I want to coach. And they don't line up. And who wins? Yeah, this is interesting. Right? And so he just gets grouchy. He's just like, coach doesn't do what I want. I'm like, well, of course I don't do what you want. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, I'm not here to do what you want. <laughs> like, you know, so let's figure this out. But if they just communicate to me and they said, listen, Terwilliger thinks that you're not, vo- you're not hearing his concerns. I would say, okay, well, let's talk. Right? I want to hear his concerns. And we can talk about it. We can't do it in the middle of a practice. We can't do it in the middle of a game. So let's you and me and him sit down after the game, after the practice, and chat for 10 minutes and be like, what's up? What can I do for you? Well, I think we should do this, and this would be better. Okay. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) no, I don't want to wipe out. I don't want to wipe out his whole discussion, of course. Okay. (laughs) You you know, that's fair, right? You you have your ideas about what we should do. How do you think we can work that into practice, right? Yeah. 
And, and, you know, when you show up and I try to run a drill, say, and you just start screaming at me that that drill sucks and you don't want to do it and it's not going to help anyone. It's like, well, that, you know, I've got 12 other kids there that what am I supposed to do now? You're the, the coach. So if you have an issue with your coach, the best thing to do is to talk to that coach. Mm. Don't try to talk to the other parents. Don't start some whole thing. Don't go around behind the scenes. Go straight to the coach with your kid. Let's work this out together. Now, if they're crazy people, well, you got a different issue on your hands, but I don't think I'm a crazy person. I think I'm uh, reasonable. So I'm hoping they, they will. They should. They're going to yeah. come to me. Next. Well, I think you should also, you should try and you should make the opportunity to uh, have them come to you, have a coach's little We're doing like, that yeah. now. We're doing uh, as, a, as, a, as a prep for the spring and to kind of clear the air of a lot of this other stuff. Yeah. We're going to arrange parents meet up times specifically for this. And it's kind of like, oh, God, why is this? I, you know, I, some of this should be just obvious. You send your kid to a practice. Shouldn't you just give them the instructions that, like, your coach is in charge? Listen to what they say. Like, apparently that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> they send their kids to practice and it's like, you just be as whatever you want to be. And it's Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. So we're going to have these parent discussions and they can voice their concerns. But I will tell you, if the concerns are things like, my kids have ideas and they want you to do them in the middle of a practice. I'm going to be like, no, that's not the way this works. <laughs> yeah. If you have, if you have some practice I, thoughts and ideas, bring them to me outside of the practice and the games. If you think you're better at making the sub schedules for the games than I am, make one and give it to me before the game. If you want to argue with me about who should be in and when during the game, you're not going back in. Like I, I'm not going to put up with it anymore because you're driving me nuts. Right. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to the other kids that are sitting there waiting and you're saying the only way we're going to win if, is if I'm on the field. Like, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I can't believe you have kids saying that stuff. That's oh, yeah. that's nuts, yeah. man. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't get over that. Well, I, yeah, I don't know how to advise you either. Well, that's fine. I don't need any advice. Okay, fine. Got it covered. Good. Good. Well, we did get another mail, speaking of having it covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I'm apathetic about it at this point. Like, what do I do? What's my motivation? Oh, all right. So you want advice? You just said I don't want to. Advise. I don't get paid, <clears throat> as you said. So, what is your motivation? That's a good question. How do you motivate to teach to coach? How do you motivate teachers? That's a really good one. They they have intrinsic motivation. They're like, oh, they must, the yeah. children. They must because everything else yeah. is terrible. Um, sending your little demons to in the just glorified babysitting all day long with these people. It's beyond that. It's beyond glorified babysitting <laughs> for all the teachers well, they, out they there. Actually, we have to you. have these children pass tests and stuff. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Oh yeah, dude, it's amazing what they can do with this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, and if the parents weren't actively like encouraging their kids to do the work and keep up. Like, if you imagine there's a kid in school who's and the parents are just like, do whatever you want in school. I don't know. Like, whatever you say that the teacher is wrong, that can't go well. What do you mean? When the parents are, like, telling the the kids that they're not doing their things wrongly? Or they're, yeah. they're unfair? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know there are parents that are unsupportive of the teachers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's tons of those. Are you kidding me? The kids can do no wrong. Exactly. I think we all have a little bit of it, but uh, but, yeah, absolutely. I mean... Yeah. No, no, I'm 100% on the teacher's side all the time. Well, yeah. if they <laughs> if they send something home, yeah, I'm always I always believe what they say. Always. I mean, we go to the teacher conference and I'm like, "So what are they what are they what's he doing wrong?" 
And they're always like, well, nothing. It's fine. Like, don't lie to me. Well, so you're not on his side then. Tell side. me about all the bad Teacher stuff. side. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. but uh, It's bizarre. But they're also, they seem to be different people in school. Like, don't sugarcoat it. You can tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That do definitely seem to be different. Yeah. I'm like, you never see this behavior? Like, <laughs> I've never once seen your child act like that. You sure? I'm like, ah, um, all right. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> if you say so, good. Really good you eye cross your fingers because uh, that little deep, like you said. Uh, anywho, all right. <laughs> I'm going to get into the other mail here before I get down myself a rabbit hole here. All right. <clears throat> Glad your mic was working, Jason from Andrew Sutton. Thank you. Uh, first, hi, hey, dads. First thing, Jason, oh. I don't know how I got through episode 233 with your mic, but I'm glad you are back to normal. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. Was it terrible? I don't have, it wasn't terrible. It was terrible. I, well, it was really bad. I don't know what happened. I, when you the, listened to it, it was terrible? When I listened to it, it was noticeable. Like, Oh, yeah. Well, it's because I had to do all this crazy stuff to I, bring up. I know. The, the fact that you yeah. even pulled it back together was wizardry. Anyways, I find it very interesting on the amount of sleep both of you get and I can relate. I have found that the amount of sleep that I need right at night can be very dependent on how active I've been. For me, it's an inverse relationship. I get tired faster and more often if I stop working out for long periods of time, more than a month. However, the more I start working out, the less sleep I need. I typically get about six to seven hours a night while my wife will need more to eight to nine. Now, I have a little backstory here. Uh, Andrew is a bit of an endurance athlete himself. He's an mm-hmm. Iron Man. He has done that. Ooh, yeah, he's, does yeah. he have a tattoo? I don't think that he does, but I don't know. I haven't um, seen him in his birthday suit, so I don't know. <laughs> they don't, it's not like... I know it's usually on like their forehead or their like cheek or you know <laughs> somewhere in hand that they yeah. shake you with. Uh, Is that yeah. mark on your face? Yeah. Oh, oh nothing. What? I just did that. Oh yeah. Uh, anywho, um, I'm but, gonna get a tattoo of Iron Man and himself. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Is that a thing? Do they do that? I'm just I gonna get the tattoo of the Iron Man symbol and be like, I've never done it, and see how people flip out. <laughs> what do you mean? I think it's cool. Cool. Cool logo, man. Right. It's just. A- <laughs> Now, uh, Andrew's wife is a works with kids, like she's a teacher of some yeah. some capacity. So Angel. she's exhausted, yeah. and uh, yeah, she needs to be get more sleep. But I will say this: I, if I'm regularly exercising, running, or whatever, I my sleep is much more normalized. I will get a consistent amount, and definitely it won't be more. Or well, it'll probably be. It's just that I go to bed earlier and probably get up earlier because I'm tend to be running. But it's more like more consistent. It's more. It's better. Right, because it's like I said, more consistent, more at the same mm-hmm. time, not early to bed, early to rise, that kind of thing. Uh, and I think there is a, a sort of balance as far as like how much I need versus like I think it, I think I think there's a part where I need less, but then that bottoms out pretty quick, and then I need to catch up. <sighs> but he says, now on to soccer talk. I have a little input for last week's listener on coaching the four and fives. I've been doing the boys and girls club pre-K soccer for two seasons now. The sessions have about 50 kids with about six to eight individual teams. So, he is a coach, and I get to make his team pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, so his, his, he's got like eight to nine kids on a team. Yeah, well, yeah. he's because he's got multiple kids, but he's also going to be in in Molly's division, but with the uh, yeah, no, he's going to be in Molly's division. So I get yeah, but he's talking about the stuff he does at the boys and girls club, but the Correct. little kids. Yeah. yeah, we start off a large group warm ups and stretching. Along with some small ball touches, this takes about. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! This time. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you are like a two-year-old. <laughs> He's talking about. Right, I'm sorry. Go on. 
I can't. It's over. We cannot put that in the practice plan, though. We small ball touches. You can put that in the practice plan. <laughs> we start with a large group warming warm ups and stretching. Oh, oh, I read that part. This takes about eight to ten minutes. The teams then break out with the to win. The teams then break out. Oh, man. I can't read these emails on the flies. People are going to put typos in them. I have problems adapting. <laughs> and then I sound like a moron. The teams then break out with the coaches, about six to eight kids. On the first week, I'd like to start out introducing myself and going around and saying name and favorite ice cream or something silly so everyone gets to know each other. Icebreaker. I could use that at the holiday party so I can know each other. Favorite we, ice cream, yeah. We will then start with drill slash games. I like to do just toe taps, little... Little, little, big. I don't know that one. Oh, dribbling two little kicks and one big kick. Mm. Red light, green light, grocery shopping, which is dribbling around the field, pretending to go to the store. Coach yells out, oh, no, we forgot milk. Back to the store. Bread, back to the store. And do a toe tap to turn around. That's not a good one. That's a good one. He's like got that. some good ideas. Yeah. You can use this with the big kids, too. Yeah. Running around the net. Coach runs around the net and places it down. Runs around with the net and places it down while kids chase and then kick the goal kick into the goal. That's all right. Yeah. Fishy, fishy cross my ocean and just dribble and shoot at the net one at a time. I will also get the parents involved and do games like small ball touches. What? No, I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I will also get the parents involved and do games like tunnel. Parents make tunnels with their legs and kid kicks it through the parents. Parent moves to new location. Uh, little pig where parents are the wolf and the kid has to dribble home to be safe. All right. Yeah, that's good. Passing with the parents. Okay, that's great. Yeah, I like these ideas. Those are good. Drag the parents out. How do you get the parents to put their, their lattes and their cell phones down? I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. the big trick. That is the, that's a challenge. Yeah. Each week, or even get out of their car. Each week, I will do it. It's raining. I can't be out of my car. Your kid's up. <laughs> Each week, I do at least one of the drill I did the previous week, and then something new. Yes, agree with that. Always do repetition, Smart. repetition, repetition. We then have a 20-minute game between the two teams. Yeah, four on four usually degrades to all versus all degrades <laughs> just the kids just sneak on the field before you don't see them that's funny depending on how tired the kids are total time is about 40 to 50 minutes for the practice yep this is about as much as they can handle there are plenty of water breaks Randy, you know they really here we go yeah, Randy what, I'm looking forward to this season for G12 I need to start picking your brain for this season you're going down he's got all kinds of good ideas I think it didn't say that you're yeah what he's referring here. to there's a there's a so I made the teams yeah and you're like the division director. I'm the yeah. I mean, it's a high paying job. <laughs> the highest paying job. Yeah, you make infinitely amount more money than anybody else. <laughs> well, zero is still zero. Yeah. Um. So I have to pick all the teams. I could take all the registrations and I sort them out. And right now we're we're dealing with uh, we're right on that cusp. So we have enough registrations to make like four teams, but you don't want to make five teams because then it's an odd number and oh, someone's no. a header. And six teams is just a little bit away, and I'm going to argue with everybody about, like, I'm making six teams, and they'll be like, oh, but then you're only going to have five kids for four-on-four four for one team. Like, I don't care. That's fine. I'll be my team. I'll have five kids. I'm going to go with six teams. And then i got to make sure I have six coaches, which I think I do, because everyone, I think i got to double-check. I have not checked, so I apologize, Andrew, I'm behind. But we're going to schedule that coaches meeting soon. So picking the brain, this is me speaking to Andrew, something's going to go out soon. I want to schedule like a night at the library, like we were discussing before. The library? Well, because you can get a room there for free. Oh, okay. You can just be like, I want a room. And they go, okay, cool. And uh, and it's in town. You know, it's a town resource. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. 
and just go over all these things that he's listing. Like, are, these are for little kids, but does everybody have other ideas they use with their kids and what do they work? What does everybody's practice plan kind of look like? We have a lot of comeback coaches, but they still, you know, learn stuff in the fall they can share. And, uh, and I, the trouble, oh, the thing he was referring to, the trouble is I think we beat everybody last season. I think we <laughs> lost one game and then we played that team again and beat them. And I didn't realize, I still don't even know what the standings of the other teams were. But again, the issue is I made the teams. Oh, so the guy who yeah. makes the teams can't win all the games because that's not mm-hmm. that's not right. But in fairness, I didn't know any of these kids when I assigned, <laughs> even the kids I assigned to my team. I took two of Molly's friends. Yeah. Right? I even asked the other coaches and I got that. Yeah. They were all giving me names of like the kids they, their kids wanted to play with. I'm like, yeah, that's totally cool. Yeah. Like, we'll put friends on teams and all this stuff. But I had three other girls I didn't know anything about. There is, uh, I can go on and on and on for that kind of stuff, like team formation and trying to make parity and how it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to do because you don't want, you want the, the kids want to play with their friends, right? Cause, and mm-hmm. so they want to be, they want to have familiar faces on the field. But if you just do that every year and you keep the teams the same, the kids get better. That's fine. But the kids that are good, on the good team, it gets better and better and better. And the kids that are on the good team, they get worse and worse and worse and they get they killed. Get worse. Yeah. You got, and then at least in our town, when the teams get separated into like the different skill levels for like the travel program, these kids have never played with each other. Like it took a while for them to pass the ball to each kids they didn't mm-hmm. know. And it was just like, to the kids they didn't know. Yeah. It, it was a, I have a problem now. Yeah. With the sixth graders. Well, that's, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You're well into it now at sixth grade. It's almost too late, but, uh, it's just weird. It's like, why you got to break the team up and it's super hard to do. Cause you're like, but they want to play with their friends. I'm like, yeah, but, mm. and then you're like, but they're playing just now. Who knows if they're going to play in three years? You're like, yeah, I know. And then well, so like, we'll shuffle things around a little, but I think part of that coach's discussion is, you know, maybe we'll do a little, uh, uh, draft. That would be fun. Oh. Maybe we'll do, the the baseball teams always do it. Yeah, maybe we'll do just kind of a yeah. consensus pick and be like, all right, everybody, who wants, you know, what are everybody's picks? Who do they want? And we can just kind of shuffle the teams based on yeah. what the coaches want and hand out the re- and shuffle the rest of the players, kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, it would be sad to lose. I would love to have the same. Yeah, of course, I'd you love would, to coach the same kids because yeah. it's it's um, not because I think we can win again, but because they're familiar. Yeah, I know, but yeah. And the draft thing, so my experience with the baseball draft, when my son was playing, it's there was gross, another, yeah. there, there's another group and there's four parents and they were all coaching the same team. And yeah. they had like, of the best six kids in town, four of them were on that team. And so we're at the draft and I'm <laughs> because like- Because all those parents joined the yeah, team. Because they like, automatically get on We can't because we have travel schedules. And I'm like, this is such, you know, I was yeah. unhappy. I'm like, this is garbage. Like, you, you know- you're stacking that team and against the other three town teams. You're going to kill everybody. And they did. And I mean, and baseball is so stupid. Baseball, when the kids are eight years old, they should be doing T-ball. They shouldn't be doing kid pitch. And You know, well, I like baseball. The problem I have with it is, is that they throw out their arms. I mean, it's such a weird sport. 
No, I get it, but we start them way too friggin' young. Baseball is a hard sport to play. The skills in it are hard. It's not kick a ball that's the size of, you know, yeah, a soccer yeah. ball at a giant net. It's hit a tiny little ball with this big heavy bat that someone is throwing inaccurately, which is and then <laughs> that grab that tiny little up, ball. Yeah. yeah, it's super hard to do. The it's, kid pitch when they can't throw cracks me up because it's like, well, yeah. they're going to either hit you and you're going to get the base or. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's how you build confidence. Like you're going to get hurt or you're going to strike out. Like you're going to get hit with that frigging ball. You're going uh, to. I recently, so my son played when he, and he quit, I think when he was eight, he was finally like, I'm done. And we were finally like, you're done. Cause I'm not going to try and drag this out of you anymore. Mm-hmm. And I recently found, came across like my parents just recently over, it was, yeah, it was over Martin Luther King weekend. We went over there and they handed me a bunch of papers, right? Like we found this stuff in the attic or whatever, and here it's yours. So if you want it, if you don't, chuck it, whatever. But we're done. <laughs> we're done with it. And it was my like, oh, Jason Fitzgerald has completed a season of T-ball, and I was seven years old. And I'm like, holy smokes! At seven years old, he had kids pitching at him, not just doing T-ball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's no wonder why they didn't play. But uh, mm. anywho, they're advancing. And so I remember again when give me twenty years ago. <laughs> Hilarious. So, Andrew, yes, soccer's coming, and we'll get together, and we'll discuss, and we'll try to make all the kids better because they are going to all end up on the town teams yeah. eventually later. And and I, this age group, I love these girls. They're great. The first and second graders. That's why it's G12. It's girls one, two. Mm. Uh, oh, that's what he said. Oh, they're okay. so much fun. And this, I've told you this, and it sounds super creepy. Like, they're just, they're fun to hang out with. They yeah. They say a lot of kind of innocent stuff still. Yeah. I mean, my daughter's probably the worst one because she starts like bossing the kids around on the field and I have to be like, you know, stop. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that yet. Wait. Not yet. <laughs> uh, but they're like, I'm, I'm on the sidelines hanging out. I'm usually sitting on the ground so I can be like down at their level. And they'll come like sit in my lap and be like, coach, what am I going in next? What yeah. am I doing? Yeah. Hmm? Which this is your schedule here? Can I see the watch? <laughs> I'm like, you really shouldn't be sitting in my lap. Like, just sit on the bench. Your parents are staring at us. It looks weird. Yeah, <laughs> but they're they're so just kind of like they're so much more fun. Yeah, they're so chill. They're not like we gotta win. You know, they're not freaking out like these boys are doing. And just yeah, that's weird. I, I'm still coaching girls, and they're not even doing the winning stuff. But my daughter's team is good. But hmm, I'm I'm nervous this season about it. The whole thing. I mean. Competition is good, yeah, but you have to kind of put it in its place, right? So I want I oh. want to teach the girls how to play the game and yeah. strategize and what to do where and kind of work as a team and all that. I want to teach them all that stuff, and if that means they're going to dominate, then great. Yeah, but that's not what's important. I mean, even at that age, we're supposed to. I think we told funny stories about this. Like there was the I think the first game we played. As a team, they were they were scoring a lot of goals, and I was like, "No more, no more goals. You got it." And I was trying to be a secret about it. I told him on the sideline, "Like you can't, no more scoring. You got to just pass, okay?" And it was like eight to zero or something. And then I think like Molly dribbled up the field and got to the goal and stood in front of it and looked at me and then just kind of passed the ball to her teammate like somewhere else. I'm like, "You're standing in their goal. You can't. <laughs> it's too too obvious." And then the other team like scored a goal or two and one of the players looked at me uh beatrice we'll call her she looked over at me and i just kind of gave her this like i just gave her this like (laughs) nod and she just she just takes off and just hammers the ball into the net i'm like okay no no (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know would it be less fun if we were losing every game yeah it probably would if we were getting shelled 
because you can't you, you don't get that opportunity to, and that's why it's it's good to keep the games competitive you, they don't get that opportunity to like work their technique when they're just getting crushed like they're getting outplayed outskilled all that kind of stuff yeah. they can't ever get they can't ever get into a groove they can't get open and receive a pass everything just gets intercepted the team always the other team always has the ball like it's it is kind of terrible I don't think any of the teams last fall were that bad, but I got to, I got to find out. And I asked the coaches and I have a sheet somewhere and I don't think they filled it out. Andrew, I'm looking for yours right now, Andrew. Let me go look it up. (laughs) After the show. So my situation now is that I'm division director for my youngest daughter's age. So she is now six and she doesn't want to (laughs) play. Really? So they're my, they're like, well, nobody is, but my wife's like, are you still want to do division director? I'm like, uh, I think so. Like, all I got to do is make the teams for the spring. Like, I don't, um, I do have to, like, be there at the field a couple of times at least, but maybe not every week. But like, I should make sure like the season gets off to a start and all that stuff. And I'm kind of liking it because I don't have. A kid in the program, so it'll be like so you're I'm coordinating it, but not but not coaching. Yeah, I won't coach. Yeah, if my kid's not there, I'm not going to coach. But so the coordinating part is easy. Yeah, but it's a little weird, like me doing it because I don't have a kid in the program. It's like I'm that guy now. I'm like, oh, are you going to show up to the practices and like help? Like, well, I could, I could like, or I could fill in, or I could be like, I could, you know. Yeah, I could help, I guess. But it's like I'm the weird guy that doesn't have a kid in the program, but I'm doing the organizing and, the, and maybe coaching a little bit. Like, what? Why is that creepy old dude? That there? almost that almost happened to me because I was when I asked the kids what they want to do in the spring because we're going to do one sport. Yeah, soccer or baseball. I mean, you know, I shouldn't have given them those two choices either, soccer or whatever you want. But they just don't know. Huh. And I was like, wait, if he picks baseball. <laughs> I'm already like roped, you know, and if she picks something else, I'm already roped into it. I'm already doing this job. Same thing. Like, then what do I do? Mm. <laughs> Same thing. I guess I would be coordinating, but not coaching. Be fine. Or I'd just be coaching a team without my daughter on it. She'd be sitting on the sideline doing nothing while I'm just like, we've got to go to the game. <laughs> got to go coach a game with your friends on it, but not you. Mm. Yeah. Thankfully that didn't happen. I kind of forced her to play. Just signed her up. Guess what? You're playing soccer. And then I feel like, is that really the right thing to do? Like, there's so many things they could be doing, and we're just... Oh, yeah. Everybody plays soccer. You go with the flow. You do the thing, and it's no big deal. Is it bad? I don't think it's bad. I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm still having a lot of uh, existential crisis with some of this stuff, but uh, I don't know. With some of this making my kids do certain things. But uh, I don't know. It's too late now to figure it out. Oh, I thought you were going to cue the music. I was going <laughs> to. I thought you were going to say why, and I was going to say cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dadsbeingdadspodcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.